Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Home for K State Athletics. This is Wildcat Insider with the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, and KMAN Sports Director, Mitch Fortner. There's no way I could go rewatch that game because I can just imagine Tim Brando saying. How do you do for Abu Sama like four times? I can put up with one, not four of them. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> um, uh, we were just talking off air about, you know, the statistical anomaly that this has turned out to be, plus losing that game where you give up 42 points to a team that has been okay offensively, but not necessarily, you know, at the upper crust of the league. There's just so much to it with the snow and all, all of the statistical things, as I mentioned, and, you know, the the senior night for that group of guys, you just, you know, feel for them. Um, man, it's just, a, it's just a bummer of a night and a, and a weekend and a feel uh, for at least up until that point. You know, if you if you win that game, you're nine and three, and you're thinking, "What if?" Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Just because of the other three games and what have you, but that kind of goes out the window now at at eight and four. And there's still a little bit of what if, but not nearly as much as there would have been at nine and three. Welcome to Wildcat Insider. Mitch Fortner, the voice of the Cats, Wyatt Thompson, AJ Shaw's on our board today, and the phone number is five three seven thirteen fifty. If you want to call in, give us your thoughts on. K-State football, K-State men's and women's basketball, um, the volleyball team, unfortunately not making it into the NCAA tournament, so their season comes to an end after a loss at Houston on Saturday. Cats lose their last game of the regular season, 42-35, and it's, yes, I agree, probably the strangest game I've ever watched in person. Um, And yes, the numbers will tell the story in such a strange way on how Iowa State was able to get it done after K-State ran 102 plays, the most all-time. The previous most was exactly 100 against KU in 1970. 102 plays. Iowa State ran 35 plays. Yes. So weird. Oh, wow. Hold up. We got some breaking news. Um, before we get to that, let me um, 
AJ just turned uh, the monitor over to me to uh, give me some information. Uh, let me see if I can find this one real quick, uh, just to you know, just to clarify. It's on a, three. Just tweeted about it three minutes ago. Uh, K State quarterback Will Howard has entered the transfer portal. So, this may have just changed uh, how we lead off this show here. But Will Howard is going to be heading into the transfer portal as of December fourth. There were a lot of rumors about that today. Yeah, um, I, I think <laughs> me personally, I've, I've I've fielded a few calls today about it, and you know everybody wants to know what school. Well, I've I've probably heard three schools. Honestly, uh, don't know how accurate that is, but it is an odd feeling too. Um, so <laughs> it, it's it kind of stacks right up there with with the game on Saturday night um, and just feels really different really different I started thinking about this um, when um, when Avery you know the noise about Avery when is Avery going to get his shot we we just lost at Mizzou he ran the ball a little bit why did we not see him against Oklahoma State and then it's the Avery Johnson show in Lubbock and I'm like this is uh, an interesting twist mm-hmm. that I wasn't necessarily expecting in 2023. And I thought, man, ever since he was a freshman, the criticism he took, it was so unfair for Will Howard. But also watching his reaction after the game Saturday, he was the last to leave the field. Mason Voth from Case and Alliance has been getting a lot of credit for this, that he captured on film the moment of Will, maybe a little bit of emotional, a little emotional coming off the field. He took his time. As he was walking up the tunnel, he looked back real quick and just kind of took it in one last time. And I thought, and also what he said to the media, when he led off his last press conference as a cat um, with the media after the game, he just showed his appreciation towards the media. Even made fun of Kels a little bit. Kels Robinette a little bit. I was like, that sounds like a kid that's probably his K-State career has, came, has come to an end. Yeah. And I was thinking transfer portal because I think next level he's not ready yet. Well, you know, you said a lot there, and I think what I would add is is that you know I didn't think that the transfer portal would happen today, if I'm being honest. But you wondered about it at least a little bit after K-State season has come to a close, which it has not yet, and I guess that's the point. I, I really felt like he would stay through the, you know, th- through the bowl game, um, and now that appears to to not be the case. Now let's go back to what you were talking about with the media. He, he will also kind of said some similar things on the air with with Stan and I, and thanked us. You know, and, and like much like he did with what you're saying with the media, and you know, basically pointing out Kellis and some some of those kind of things. <laughs> and I think I think um, that probably was a little bit more telling uh, in retrospect uh, over the last you know three or four or five minutes here, uh, be, because I I just you know you know what happens when you assume right? I just assumed that Will would play through the bowl. Um, Never gave it a thought that that there would be anything otherwise, but maybe I should have thought a little bit 
deeper about it just based on you know some of those things that that he said on Saturday night you know he he was full of emotion and I know I saw him come off the field after after K-State failed on the last pass attempt and slam his helmet and and that's not really will uh but I I think it's indicative of how hurt he was um how frustrated he was by a 42-35 loss on the final time that he's going to walk on that field as a player um so there were there were lots of things there and and he wasn't the only one Austin Moore actually was on with us too and he apologized for the defensive effort uh, both both personally and, and and for the group so it really was a most difficult night for a team that you know has been pretty entertaining to watch this year if I'm being honest uh, perfect certainly not but uh, a really fun team to watch and one of the more productive offensive teams in Kansas State football history. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's a senior class. Will Howard was so huge in case they winning a Big 12 championship. That second half of the year of 2022 was his. Yes. Um, he, he, he was the quarterback in the Big 12 championship game, K-State's first in a decade. He led K-State to a Big 12 championship. And that's why I was so afraid of like you know two weeks ago when they played in Lawrence if they were to lose that game, my thought was gosh it's while, while that game was happening I was like please don't let this group be known for at the top the team that lost to KU where the streak ended and that gets overshadowed <laughs> by winning a Big Twelve championship in 2012 because just so many times does the negatives outweigh the positives. And I thought that would have been so unfair, especially with how good KU is now. That would be overshadowed. The Big 12 championship game would be overshadowed by losing to KU, but they didn't. They gutted that out, and I'm glad Will Howard was at least able to say at the end of the day, I never lost to KU, despite how much improved they are over the last two years. He beat them two years in a row, a very good KU team. Um and that he he got that big win on the road finally in a, in a year where it was really tough to win on the road. Sure, for everybody season. in the league, other than yeah. probably Texas, if we're being honest. Um, I mean, I, I think Oklahoma would tell you life was hard out on the road in the in the Big Twelve. OSU probably would too. Um, you get the the idea and the point. But it, it it's really been a a unique um, and somewhat bizarre finish here to to this season now. And who knows what it's going to look like, I'll just say roughly 30 days from now, uh, when K-State plays in the bowl, whether it's Orlando, Houston, Arizona, whatever it might be. (laughs) And we'll we'll find out, you know, where the destination is on Sunday late afternoon. All right, so uh, Will Howard officially going to be entering the transfer portal. It's not official yet, but he will be entering the portal um, you know, and there's been this rumor was going around for a little while now. I know Notre Dame has been brought up. The rumor is Notre Dame is very interested in Will Howard. You know, we'll see how that all plays out. But the six-five senior from Downingtown, Pennsylvania, did walk on Saturday. Among you know, I think there were twenty-two. Was there twenty-two, twenty-three total uh, that ended up walking, including some some juniors. You know, Cody Stuffelbean actually uh, ended up walking. So maybe just looking to wrap up his uh, football career a little bit early. Um, but we can, of course, talk about that a little bit later. But Will Howard uh, will finish his case career. I wish I was a little bit more prepped for this. Uh, but this season, 2,643 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, which ties 
the single season record for most touchdown passes by a K-State quarterback. He threw 10, uh, 10 interceptions. Um, and then let me go to the career. Of course, Will Howard, we already know he has the career touchdown pass number, which will stand at 48. Uh, 5,786 passing yards, 48 touchdowns, 25 interceptions. He also ran in 19 scores, including a career-high nine this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's been an, an interesting career for Will, and I wonder what um, you know people will say about his legacy even five to ten years down the road because, you know, he – I think this is true with the quarterback position, and it's been said by many that the quarterback always gets too much credit and probably too much blame. (laughs) Um, I I do know that, uh, I guess I'll just say it this way, he's taken criticism throughout the entirety of his career uh, through all the highs and the lows. Wouldn't you say that's accurate? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think he has handled it up to this point about as well as you possibly could. Um, and, and I think there are some people in the fan base, many people in the fan base, that will will always love Will Howard for what he brought to K-State, including that 22 championship. Um, and then there are some that probably he was just never going to be, you know, the guy, rightly or wrongly. I, I think there are just some people that looked at it like that. So it's it's a unique situation, easily. I mean, I'm certainly going to remember him. I I think more positively, certainly than negatively. Guaranteed. I, mean, I, 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 I mean, he will have the most unique story, yeah, of any K State quarterback to, to date. Well, and be and and maybe part of this is let's just kind of say this, okay? Part of that is is he probably had the most unique start to a career of of anybody of recent times. You go back to when he started, you know, he's three games into his career, hasn't seen the field, and Skyler Thompson gets hurt. He's the option. The only alternative yep. at that point. Texas Tech game. Yeah, and that usually doesn't happen, um, but it did in this in this instance. So, um, you know, it, it's so difficult to start a career like that because you are going to have – a few ups, and he did, and a few downs, and he did, <laughs> you know. And um, w- when you're a quarterback of a football team, like I said before, you're you're going to take you know some heat. And I I just always appreciated Will uh, for standing there and taking all of those shots, and still giving his absolute best effort every time. Yeah, it, it didn't matter what season it was or who he was coming in for. It, even if this last game was a great example, and I was so frustrated that I was seeing so much criticism towards Will Howard after the loss to Iowa State, and I'm like, you know, it took me all I had to just not get on social media and chew people out in a way because he was getting so much heat for the loss to Iowa State, and I'm like, guys, not even close was this game a loss because of Will Howard. Not even close, not even remotely close to that game and that loss being his fault. And we, you know, of course, the Will Howard news coming out has kind of changed the way we were going to talk about the Iowa State loss, but 
You know, the Iowa State loss was on the defense. Mm-hmm. It was. This was not on Will Howard. You can blame other instances on Will Howard. This one was not. It was not on Will. So I'm not going to, you know, that, like many times, has maybe a little bit frustrated because, I, again, I'll say it, I think he'll go down as the most criticized, successful quarterback in, in K-State football history. Well, certainly one of them. And again, and again, I think for a lot of reasons, because he did have some downs and lots of ups, and I think the expectations for this year were immensely high based on how well he played you know, in the last half of last year. And I think in a lot of the games this year, he, he did exactly what was expected of him. And then when he would have a game – um, where he might have been off a little bit or quite a bit, like the Oklahoma State game, you know that that um, unfortunately led to, you know, frustration from the fans and and some criticism. But that's hey, at the end of the day, <laughs> that's sports. Well, again, I wish I was a little bit more prepared. I could give you some some better numbers, just you know, especially on what Will Howard did the last two seasons, seasons and a in a half. Mm-hmm. Of how you know eight and four again, it's a bit of a downer losing that game to Iowa State. Little, it, it certainly ends the season on a downer. It's it's disappointing that K State couldn't get to nine wins, and now they're not in line to win double digit games. They can't get to seven and two in Big Twelve play, which would have been back to back years. Mm-hmm. You have seven wins in Big Twelve play, but I've been trying to count these up real quick. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so Will Howard thirteen and five as a starter. The last year and a half. I mean, it's that's not too bad. No, not too bad, especially if you consider who K State lost to, because you have a couple of top ten teams in there in Alabama and Mizzou this year. Uh, another top ten in um, in Texas. That was on the road. As a matter of fact, I think all of these um, TCU last year are on the road, with the exception of Iowa State. Yeah, TCU. He was thrown in. You know, after Adrian Martinez got hurt. Uh, during the first series or just couldn't go after the first series. And Will Howard, I mean, darn near led them to a victory if it wasn't for guys dropping like flies because of injuries. They had six or yeah. seven guys go to the locker room to get checked out. Well, in the game at TCU, he was dinged up too uh, after after starting just crazy good, right? If you remember, uh, he kind of gutted it out. But if he doesn't get hurt in that game, I who knows? I think K-State could have won that game. Yeah, it and and again, that's just an example, and there are many others as to why I think you know he's looked at like he is through the entirety. First and foremost, he's had a, a good good long career, right? He's played a lot. He hasn't always been QB one, as people like to say now, all the way through. But I, I think when. <laughs> Early in his career, when he played, keep in mind now, he won his first two starts. Do you remember that? He did. Trust me, he did. At TCU. (laughs) Well, he didn't start the game at TCU. I'm talking his freshman year. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure that was at TCU. Okay. I thought you were talking about last year. Oh, no. I was talking about his freshman year when he actually came in and started some games. Yeah. He, yeah. Because you had, so he didn't start against Texas Tech, but he did against TCU, and then he beat KU. That's right. So yeah, he did win his two first starts. That's right. As a cat. Uh huh. And again, he was pretty good last year before he took over for Adrian Martinez in 
filling in the spots were needed uh, when Adrian was dinged up, right? I mean, it, it, it's just – anyway, I, I, I just appreciate Will in a lot of ways just in terms of the obvious stuff, how hard he worked to make himself a better player, how hard he worked to be a, a leader and, and a, one of the faces of the program and – maintained humility and, and the work ethic and and improved and won games and all of the things that you'd want a young guy to do. Um, I'll just say this. I will always believe that Will Howard loves K-State. Yeah. And I think he gave us about as much as he could give you. I mean, he gave it his all. Yeah. He absolutely gave it his all. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, and now it's Avery Johnson's team. (laughs) I I think we can officially say that now. Yeah. It is Avery Johnson's team. Uh, Let's take a break. AJ, we're going to mix some things up here. So when we come back, uh, we're saving this for hour number two, but again, uh, Will Howard deciding to enter the transfer portal is shaking things up a little bit. So when we come back, uh, some of Will Howard with the media after the game on Saturday, we'll hear that back when we come back on Wildcat Insider. AJ, just a heads up next time. I am contractually obligated to announce, please remain standing for the playing of our alma mater uh, before it plays. <laughs> I will remember to do that. <laughs> welcome welcome back to Wildcat Inside. I believe that's the first time ever. And I've been on this show. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For over nine years that uh, we have ever come back from break with the alma mater. <laughs> Always a first for everything. Buddy. Yeah. So, uh... Breaking news again, Mitch Fortner with Wyatt Thompson, AJ Sean, our board today. The phone number 537 1350. If you want to call in, give us a thought or a question about the cats, please feel free to do so. By the way, I uh, completely forgot to announce this at the beginning of the show. Hey, tomorrow night, K State Men's Basketball is hosting Oral Roberts, NCAA tournament team over the last couple of years. Yes, no more. Max Acemas uh, nearly knocked off Texas AM. Um, they'll be in town tomorrow night for a seven o'clock tip. I've got four tickets to give away. I'm going to do that at about 5.20. So if you can go to the game, you can use the tickets, uh, get ready to call in and win uh, at 5.20, a little less than uh, 45 minutes from now. Breaking news from just a few moments ago. Well, Howard, quarterback for K-State, who has been here since 2020, has entered the transfer portal to use his last year of eligibility uh, somewhere else. I do not blame him for leaving. Um, You know, I, I see this as a good thing. For Will Howard, um, you know another part of the story we really didn't mention, if I may say, and I had this thought during the break, and I'm sure I'm not the first to think about this, but if he didn't leave, and he stuck it out for one more year here, if you thought people criticized him for the way he played, man, would there be some K State fans furious with Will Howard? for him standing in the way of Avery Johnson. <laughs> and plus, you know, you also you have the fear of, well, if Will st- sticks around as Avery end up transferring and that whole thing. Um, 
So maybe this is a good thing for both sides in a way. Um, but again, I just want to say I, I greatly appreciate Will Howard for the blood, sweat, and tears over the last four years, the four seasons to give us the best he could possibly give us as he stepped in really early in his career and had to take on a lot. And he had to learn a lot on the fly. And I got to say, Will, your positives will certainly be bigger than the negatives, the way I'm going to remember Will Howard in his career at K-State. Wonderful young man. Really, really nice family. Um, I wish him the best. Um, it, it's really a unique situation um, that that this is kind of the way it ends. I don't know that any of us saw it coming quite like this, but hey, sometimes that's what makes life go round, right? I mean, you have a few surprises here and there. He's given a uh, gave a, a lot of thrills to K Staters. Uh, he's given a lot of headaches to others, I, I suppose, or to to all of us at, at times. But yet, you, you, I was taught as a young age, you take you take the good with the bad, and the bad with the good, right? And, and try to make make it always better every day. And and I, I think he really will look back on his time here. Um, and, and for the most part, I, I think he'll smile and and say it was okay. Um, I enjoyed myself. I got better. We won a championship. Uh, made a lot of friends. I, I think he and Ben Sennett have become best of friends. They're as, boys, as, as an example. Oh yeah, you know, and um, you know, it's it's. Uh, when I left the stadium the other night, that's what I was kind of trying to. Th- I was thinking more about the seniors having to go out like that, because of what they have accomplished here. And and as Coach Kleiman said to me, you know, on Sunday taping television too, that these guys um, have done a lot. Um, for this, his era of Kansas State football, and he's right. I mean, you think about all of the um, sixth-year senior guys. I think there are nine this year, and, and you know, all of them coming back. And then, you know, the careers of a Ben Sennett and a Cooper Beebe and Will and those types of guys. Austin Moore. <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody out there more K State than Austin Moore with the way he's done this. Right? I mean, that's just that's just a fact. We'll get on Saturday. The Cats lose to Iowa State 42-35 to end K-State's regular season at 8-4, 6-3 in Big 12 play. Uh, Will Howard, for the last time, spoke to the media of K-State after the game. Here's about three minutes of that uh, interview with the media. He did open up with just thanking the media for their work covering the Cats and covering Will uh, and try not to be too ne- – even for the negative stuff, and he called out uh, – well, I didn't maybe call him out, but maybe just giving Kellis Robinette a hard time. Uh, but after that, we continue on. Here is Will Howard after the game. Snowy conditions, blizzard, and you guys run 102 plays, 35 points. Make sense of that for us. Yeah, I mean, coming into it, like, I mean, riding the bus over here, I had no idea what type of game it was going to be, honestly. Like, I didn't know if I was going to be able to grip the ball at all, come out in warm-ups, and thankfully it was kind of more packed snow, so it wasn't melting a lot. It was cold enough, obviously. So, um the the gripping on the ball wasn't really a problem at all, which, thank goodness, I I I like to throw the ball, so um, that was good. I think we did some good things offensively, um, but you know, obviously, not enough to get the job done, and it, it sucks because you know I wanted to wanted to be able to send this senior class out the right way. Sell up your 
emotions after not just that everything that you've had to go through it's hard to hard to put it into words honestly this place has meant the world to me all the relationships that i've had that i've built the people that i've come across all the coaches all the players like genuinely i love this place and i'll cherish it for the rest of my life like this place turned me into a man talk about been a little bit today had a career day and the connection you guys had seems to be pretty special he's a dude man he's a dude <laughs> he's unguardable i'm telling you he's special and he's a it's somebody i'll cherish the rest of my life you know the relationship that we have on and off the field he had a special night and i'm so happy for him because um he was just able to go out there and do the things that he does and um it didn't even feel like he had that many yards or anything because he was just catching you know routine balls and then going and running people over for a bunch of yards but um, he's a special player, and I know he's gonna he's gonna be great in years to come. In high school, did you ever had a game like that, conditions wise? I can't remember the last time I played in just like a snow covered field like that. Like I've had games where it's been either coming down a little bit, or like maybe there's a little bit of snow that they have to shovel off the field. But I've never played in something like that. I don't think maybe pee wee, but never in high school. It was that was that was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. The touchdown to Ben, you now. Regardless of what happens in the bowl game, you'll leave K State as the with the record for most touchdowns thrown in a season. In addition to the career record, what 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 do those two things mean to you? You're yeah, in record books. Yeah, it uh, means a lot. And uh, you know, I don't I don't like to look at that stuff too much. All the individual awards because um, you know, like that's just a compilation. It's it's a it's a compilation of all the the things that my guys have done. I mean, you saw that touchdown. That, that wasn't me. That was all Ben. Like he he made me look really good on that one. So, um, you know, I wish I could say that it's a cumulative, you know, record. But um, no, it do, it does. It means a lot, and I'm so blessed and humbled to have be able to have done that. And uh, you know, it, it it's uh, it's crazy that I've I've been here for four years already. I, can't believe it, but uh, that there's my mom. He's hanging over there. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's a it's an honor, and I'm I'm floored by it. Once again, that's Will Howard uh, after the game with the K State media. Um, I want to thank Go Powercat for that audio. I accidentally deleted mine, <laughs> and uh, they've always been cool about me using it. So thank you to Go Powercat for that audio. Uh, what you didn't hear. Uh, in that clip was he was just asked if that was your last game, do you have a favorite K-State moment? He said the easy one's the Big 12 championship game and the win, uh, but also he would have to bring up last year's Oklahoma State game, a team that was in the top 10. And, man, did he throw it all over the yard with some absolute dimes um, to Cade Warner a couple of times, and he had that one right before the half on a dive from Deuce Vaughn. I'll, I'll never forget that game. It was such a butt-whooping, but also the fans – rushed the field and they carried him off the field he's like i didn't necessarily want to go up but i was going up what what, what can i do about it well it's interesting i i would have predicted exactly those uh comments from him with the big 12 championship which is the no-brainer one but i i do know he's shared that with me before too that the oklahoma state game was one for him that will always be very very special um and it, it's it's going to take you know some effort for the guys to haul him off. He's a big man, right? I mean, he's a pretty good sized cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just sitting there listening to that and thinking about, you know, the video that that was done uh, when he set the record 
um, for touchdown passes in a career with all those, you know, teammates, receivers, current and past, and you know his emotion after the game with his family, and then today and all of that. And again, I think that just augments what we're talking about with this guy. He, he's um, he's just a winner. Um, I, I again, I I just have to say I really appreciate a guy who has put so much effort into it and is appreciative of what he's gotten out of it too, you know. And that doesn't mean just wins and losses and records, you know. It it means being a lifelong friend with Ben Sennett and some of the other guys that, you know, he's spent so much time with here. Um, and just the sincere um, way he, he handles himself and, and speaks and, and is always just um, – a stand-up guy in every every way. I, I just, when I think of Will Howard, I just think of, of somebody who you would call a professional in how he handles himself. End end of story. Always showed up. Yeah. If if he was healthy, you know, if he had an injury, and, and there, there were a few, a couple yeah. of weeks with that, absolutely true. He, he, yeah. You know that, and that's you know that's protocol. Sure. You know, if a guy's banged up in the game, exits the game, doesn't come back, he's not going to be a post game press right. conference. It's not not the way it happens. But if he was healthy, win or lose, he was always there to talk to the media. Yeah. And answer any question you had. Yeah, yeah. And, and do it with you know some class and tact too, because you know sometimes you you hear questions that you don't necessarily like. Uh, but he always handled that in the right way too, from my perspective, or at least the, the, while I was around. And um, you know, it's this has been you know through the bizarre game that was the game Saturday night, and and this today where he's announcing going into the portal. It's 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 <laughs> it's just been a unique time, and I, I think a lot of people are probably processing it still today, and some are still hearing it. You know, my, my my phone's right here to my left, and it's blowing up right now. Is yeah. it true? Is it true? Is it true? <laughs> so, yeah, it's impactful. And once again, is it best for both sides? Probably. Um, that That's a topic that's well, going to be continuing on to discuss. Let's address that for a second. Okay. Okay? And I think we need to, from this perspective, okay, going back to what you said before with Will kind of talking like, you know, to the media Saturday night that this was it. That's true in terms of home games, but it ended up being true for, you know, the rest of it. And maybe he did know that, you know. I I, I don't want to put words in, in, in his mouth at, at all, but Will's a smart guy, okay? And I think he is very aware of Avery and what, he has the potential to become and, and the abilities that he has. And, you know, we all have our time, right? And I maybe he looks at it like it's Avery's time, too, to a degree. Do you think I'm nuts, or is that, no, is that fair? That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I just <laughs> I just think the guy's pretty sharp and, and – um, no, no, very sharp. Not pretty sharp, very sharp. I, I, I've had so many coaches – over over the course of time, say, you know that guy knows as much football as as most, and that's that's just all the intense work and and um, just his abilities w- with the coaching he's gotten too, and uh, he's just he's just a good product man. He's turned himself into a really good football player. Proud of him. And you know, I was having that this thought here. Um, you know, it's kind of poetic in a way that. So his last game is a career day for Ben Sinnott. Mm-hmm. Those two are best friends. 
this season, Benson is the best season for a tight end in K-State history, which I'm glad that prediction of mine came true because there was so much potential going into that prediction. Like, you know, the way this offense is going to expand this year is getting Ben Sinnott much more involved. And we got a piece of that at the end of 2012, really starting second half of the year, maybe in the Baylor game where Ben Sinnott had two touchdowns. Okay, that's like there's something here, here with Ben Sinnott. This kid's really talented. And then Ben comes through with six touchdowns on the year, 676 receiving yards by tight end, which I do believe that is a K-State record for a tight end. And then, by the way, his 136 receiving yards, the most by a tight end since Russ Campbell against Oklahoma State in 1991 against Iowa State. And that's been a few days ago, 91. Doesn't sound like all that long ago, but you get to add it up. That, that's that's quite a while. Um, yeah, that uh, you, you think about what we've talked about here with with the work ethic of Will, but also the Ben Sennets. And you mentioned Cade Warner, and there are other guys in there, Philip Brooks and Malik, and some of the guys that have been here through Will's time. You know, those guys put so much time into you know their craft. And, um, you know, it's paid a lot of dividends over the four years that Will's been here. All right, let's take our next break. And uh, and when we come back, um, should we talk about Iowa State? Sure. <laughs> we haven't even yeah. really touched you on the to game and the way the bit. season ended. Yeah. I mean, we we're going to lead off the show with that. Let's talk uh, the Iowa State loss when we come back, Wildcat Insider. We are back on Wildcat Insider. Mitch Fortin, the voice of the Cats, Wyatt Thompson. His phone continuing to blow up with all this this Will Howard news. Will Howard entering the transfer portal. Coming up in hour number two, not only are we giving away uh, four tickets to K-State Hoops against Oral Roberts on Tuesday night, uh, we will uh, uh, be discussing Blaze Pole projections. Plus, Will Howard's not the only cat to enter his name into the transfer portal. We'll go over that list here a little bit as well. Cats lose uh, Saturday to wrap up the regular season 42-35. So now, uh, of course, they're out of the Big 12 championship picture. So just the bowl game left for the Cats here in 2023. I, and this again, ties into Will Howard. I was absolutely blown away by how many people were blaming Will Howard for the loss against Iowa State. Um, guys... Unfortunately, it's it's the defense that takes it on the chin here. Um, after what I felt like has been a pretty good year for the defense, it's because of the big play. It, let's remember the elements as well. Snow the entire game. It snowed for twelve hours straight, or something like that. Um, and uh, you know, during every timeout, there's three or four people with snow blowers out there trying to, or like, it was really leaf blowers, but they're trying to blow the snow off the line so we know the yard. We had to guess a lot of the time of the yard lines, um, but I thought we did a pretty good job of keeping track of all that. But when you give up touchdowns of 71, 77, 79, 60, 33, and 82 yards, that can lead to a pretty frustrating day when your defensive coordinator, Joe Klanderman. I statistically, when you're giving up, okay, so in the record books, it's going to go down as a game where K-State's defense was giving up 13.9 yards per play. But if you take away the four plays where you had three kneel downs by Iowa State and then the fumble where they lost a big chunk of yardage, they actually ended up with 519 yards of offense when they actually ran a play. Um, 
for a total of 31 plays, 16.7 yards per play. I know a lot of people have tried to dig into the record books to see exactly where does that rank. I mean, my guess is, and I hate to talk like this, but it might have been, when it comes to those kind of stats, maybe the worst defensive performance in my lifetime. I, I think that's quite a possibility. I was trying to think back at like some of the blowouts. I remember Oklahoma, sure, seven or eight years ago, the Nebraska road trip, and you know during the Ron Prince era, the games where it got so out of hand. I don't think like when it comes to yards per play, it was that bad. I'm, I'm talking just specifically giving up the huge plays. You're young, and I'm just going to say that you don't remember these days like I do. But there were days when Oklahoma and Nebraska waltzed in here back in the 60s and 70s, yeah. and they'd have seven, 800 yards. Yeah. I'm not talking you know, final score number. <laughs> I'm talking about, yes, yardage, yeah. yards per play, just getting so beat up on uh, you know, bad tackling, bad form. You know, Just the lack of execution is really worse. Because talking to Marquis Siegel, talking to Austin Moore after the game, it really wasn't like they needed to make some big adjustments. They were there. Oh, for sure. Just should have made some tackles. And when you got um, Abu Sama, who's a freshman running back who had a 100-yard day against BYU a couple of weeks ago, and then he then he runs for 276 and three touchdowns, you're just kind of left with saying, what in the hell is going on? How, how does this keep happening drive after – not drive after drive, that's not fair, I mean – Iowa State never had a drive over four plays. Yeah, and they never snapped the ball inside the K-State 30-yard line. The closest play they had when it comes to yard line to K-State's end zone was the 32-yard line. And I think Iowa State only had two plays that took place in K-State territory. I mean, and I'll give you some more numbers here. K-State, 32 first downs. Iowa State, 10. Let's see. Time of possession. I'm trying to look around here because I'm not used to this stat. Okay, so time of possession. K-State, 42-12. Iowa State, 17-48. Okay, here's, here's what you need to know. Okay. A couple of things here. You mentioned the, t- the long touchdowns. 71, 77, 79, 60, 33, and 82. Okay. If you take the other plays, that's 29 plays for 86 yards. In addition, this probably hurts me as much as anything I've ever said on air about K-State. That team came into this game averaging 3.8 yards per carry for the season. It was not a running team. They did not have their top two. And had 11.2 on average Saturday night. And they didn't have their top two running backs. This was the third string running back that did the damage. Yeah. They pretty much, yeah, technically, maybe. But uh, by the way, Eli Sanders is in the portal. All right, we got to take a break. Hour to a Wildcat Insider, including tickets to Oral Roberts tomorrow night on the line when we come back. Wildcat Insider.